This is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. episode 117 of the Aligned Women podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton. Today's topic is the top three mistakes that women in chiropractic make in their marketing. Before we dive into this topic, I am going to share with you a recent share from a woman in our community. We're going to call her Dr. D. Dr. D is in Arkansas. After working through the Aligned Chiro Marketing free five-day course for chiropractors, Dr. D sent me this email. She says, can I be honest? (laughs) I started the 10-day present and profitable class, which, by the way, took place in the fall of, oh, let's see. No, the last one may have been uh, the spring of 2019, and stopped at the Avatar. I live in a very small community, and I felt limiting my patient's fear by creating the ideal patient would mean death to my practice. But I listened to the five-day class, and your quote about the many and the one struck a chord. I'm not afraid to create my avatar now. I talked to a woman last night who was about my age. She's frazzled to exhaustion. I ministered to her soul by sharing how she could support her body physically, how I could help her with adjustments, and then encourage her to sleep in a different space than her TV-watching, snacking-in-the-middle-of-the-night husband and to get back to a hobby she loves. I am all about empowering women and giving them the tools to make life better. So while I have a bunch of work to do, I am steps ahead of where I was because you kept coming back with the same message, but a slight shift in how you said it. Thank you for wanting more for us. So that's an awesome experience that Dr. D in Arkansas had last week in the Aligned Cairo Marketing um, free course. All right, so let's dive into today's topic, which is the top three mistakes that women in chiropractic make in marketing. So on the note of last week's free course, if you hadn't heard about it, it was amazing. If I do say so myself, but saying it's amazing, it's kind of self-centered, right? But I mean, it was not just amazing because I thought it was amazing and I created the content, but it was amazing because we put together this really awesome group of chiropractors who really help support each other and to stay open to learning a different perspective than what we have traditionally been told about marketing in our profession. So the group, the Facebook group for um, the course grew to over 800 in just a matter of like less than three weeks. And um, we just dove in last week and we got started. So today I'm going to share with you the, the three things that I really was able to crystallize as the mistakes that we're making as women in chiropractic in marketing specifically after working with hundreds of chiropractors last week on improving their marketing, making it more efficient. I was trying to put efficient and effective into one word, making it more efficient and effective. All right. So first let's just talk about why does marketing matter? Why does marketing matter? Well, let's say that you're starting a new practice 
And maybe you are, like, you've gotten a few patients in the door, things are kind of picking up momentum, and you're doing okay, but you're like, okay, is this really going to come together? I, I need to feel like I'm creating more momentum in this business. And furthermore, then if you're in that phase and you're married and your partner is sometimes like breathing down your neck saying, what are you, what are you doing to grow your business? What are you spending your time on? Or what is your marketing plan? And they might even ask you, what is your marketing plan? And you're like, oh, well, I'm asking patients for referrals and I'm building relationships through networking. And both of those things are really key. They're really important. But yet there's a sense of displacement of the ownership of the growth of your practice. And if you are in a phase of practice right now where things are relatively solid and you're pretty busy with the delivery of the care to your patients, then you might also be thinking, well, I don't have time for marketing. But but what I learned from people last week was that for many of us, even in that phase, there's this calling to go to the next level, to serve more people, to make a bigger impact, um, to feel, um, hmm, what's the word? To know that you are an authority in your community, that you're sought after, and none of those things are wrong. It's just, where are you in your life and where are you in your practice right now? And yet the challenge in that phase of practice is that you're so busy taking care of the people that it feels like there's no time to work on the growth of your business. So if that's you, um, then what I share with you will be helpful for you today. Really in either scenario, what I share with you will be helpful for you today. All right, so let's dive into the solutions, the problems and the solutions. Problem number one, is that you say, I'm not into marketing. I don't like marketing. And if that's you, I get it. I really do get it. Even though I've studied marketing for um, 20 years now, over 20 years, I guess, technically, um, I understand (laughs) that marketing has an ick connotation to it for a lot of women. It just feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable to put yourself out there. It feels uncomfortable to be seen. It feels uncomfortable to maybe say things that some people will judge you for. I get it. I deal with the same things. I do. But yet, if you don't identify as a marketer, then you won't do the things that you need to do to grow your practice. So this is a double-edged sword. So you first have to shift your identity from, I'm not into marketing, I don't like marketing, to empowering yourself and saying, okay, I chose to start a practice or I chose a position as an associate where I'm responsible for bringing new patients into the practice. I chose this. I chose chiropractic as a career. I chose this. And now to reach my optimum potential, I have to be a marketer. And it doesn't mean that you have to twist people's arms and drag them by their hair with their feet kicking and screaming into your practice. Not at all. In fact, there are many ways that you can be a marketer that don't make you feel like a used car saleswoman or like you're putting flat tires on vehicles and then wishing someone good luck as they drive down the street with a flat tire that you just sold them. You have a very good, honorable service that you provide to people. It helps them live better lives without question. So there's no reason that you need to feel bad about 
helping more people walk the path that leads them into your practice. So the solution, if you have the problem of not identifying as a marketer, you say to yourself, I'm not into marketing. I don't like marketing. The solution is to affirm I am a marketer. I am a marketer. And as you affirm this new identity for yourself, then taking on the actions of being a marketer will become easier. Okay, problem number two is that you're not consistent. And when you're not consistent, it's oftentimes because you're so busy doing all of the other things, right? But if you're not consistent in marketing, this is a big problem because consistency is what allows you to really know what works best for you and what works best for your audience, if you will, or for your potential new patients. Without consistency, you don't know what works and you can't know what works until you're consistent. So you can't know what is the best, most effective marketing strategy or tactic for you and for your practice and for the people in your community until you are consistent over the long term. This is one of the high performance habits from Brendan Burchard's book, High Performance Habits. Consistency over the long term. It's doing the things that we need to do over the long term, even when we're not necessarily seeing immediate results. Uh, think about this. This is like we would want our patients to apply the same philosophy to chiropractic care, right? We don't want them to come two times next week and one time next, or, sorry, two times this week and one time next week and then say, well, chiropractic didn't work for me after they've only been adjusted three times. But it's the consistency in their care that produces the long term results. So you have to think about your marketing in the same way. So what's the solution if you're not consistent in marketing? First, shift your identity to I am a marketer and affirm that as a new part of your identity. And then number two, schedule time that you work on the marketing for your practice every week and that time is not compromisable. So that means that time doesn't get taken by patient appointments or by um, going out to lunch instead or um, taking a nap unless you really, really need it. Like there are phases of life where a nap is more important than marketing. But that time that you dedicate to marketing on your calendar is not compromisable. It doesn't get eaten up by administrative tasks, answering emails, answering the phone, or even patient appointments. Because if you're not working on your business and you're always working in your business, you'll come to a point where you are either burnt out or you're wondering, how will I ever grow? So make time on your schedule now, commit to that time, let everyone and anyone who needs to know about it, know about it and stick to it. Okay, number three, you think because you like variety or because you live in a small town that you'll tank your practice if you focus on a target market. Okay, this is a big problem. Defining your target market is essential in marketing. If you don't do that, then good luck. If you don't define your target and really clarify what your target is with your marketing, it's like putting on a blindfold, picking up a dart, spinning around in a circle, throwing the dart, and hoping that the dart hits the dartboard. It's not that likely to happen unless you have some magic skills or really, really strong manifesting powers. <laughs> so <laughs> take the blindfold off, look at the dartboard, and 
look at the bullseye. When you hit the bullseye, what happens? You win, right? So you need to take the same approach with your marketing. Now, even if you live in a small town or even if you don't wanna have a niche practice and you like seeing all different kinds of patients, yes, you still need to know you still need to clarify your target market because without a target market, no one will pay attention to your marketing. It works like this. Speak to the many, lose the one. Speak to the one, obtain the many. I cannot take credit for that phase <laughs> or that phrase. Um, I'm not sure where it came from, but it fits perfectly here. Speak to the many, lose the one. Speak to the one, obtain the many. So even if you define a target market that is, um, I mean, one that's very common in our community is pregnant women with low back pain. Okay, so that's a very clear problem, very clear demographic. That doesn't mean that you have to say no to patients, potential new patients who might call your office or contact your office who are not pregnant and who don't have back pain. But there's something about defining that market, defining that target market and speaking to it really clearly that magnetizes people. So it's not about just attracting that target market. It's about attracting people, period. Without clarity on your target market, marketing just simply isn't that effective or efficient. So you know this if you, were, if you post pictures of the benefits of chiropractic care or pictures of spines and vertebrae and... Um, the spinal cord and the nerves that are pinched, people just scroll on by. Think about your own behavior. When you see things like that, you probably also scroll on by. Maybe not necessarily in, in our profession, but in other ways. So if you see um, the benefits of getting your teeth cleaned, like you, you probably aren't too motivated by that. But if a dentist in your, lo in your um, local area is really clear about the pain points that you might experience or be experiencing if you don't like the way that your teeth look and then you feel subconscious and you don't want to smile in photos and you're just really tired of feeling bad about yourself see the difference i went from the benefits of having perfect teeth to where you're at right now like feeling an emotion behind it all right so let me recap for you before we wrap this up number one the problem is not being into marketing, not identifying essentially as a marketer. And the solution is simple, is to shift your identity to I am a marketer. And this is empowering for you. It gives you the ownership and the responsibility that you have, the power that you already have to grow your practice. Number two, not being consistent in your marketing efforts. There's no compromising here. You have to schedule time on a regular basis every week to work on the marketing of your practice. Even if there are things that you delegate to someone else, you still need the time to sit down and decide what gets delegated to that other person and for you to create the clear vision that that other person helps you to carry out. Then number three, if, you, if you're afraid of defining a target market, maybe because of your geographical area or you just want to have a practice full of all different kinds of patients, you need to think about this differently. It's not about limiting your practice, it's about expanding your practice. And when you define who your market, who your target market is, your practice can still grow full of all kinds of people. Okay, so that's uh, in, a, in a nutshell, the recap from the aligned marketing free five-day course for chiropractors that took place last week. 
if you're listening to this or watching this sometime in the future, it was, um, what day did we start? It was August 12th of 2019 that we started and it was five days. We have decided that the course as it unfolded last week and the Facebook group that supports it, there's too much gold there to just make it go away. So you can still get access to it now or anytime in the future for the life of the course. You can head over to alignedchiromarketing.com to get signed up. All right, so that's what I wanted to share with you today. Be sure to join me for episode 118. And what are we talking about in 118? It's in my notes. We are talking about, oh wait, I lied. It's not in my notes. Hmm, interesting. Okay, well, 118 will be a surprise then. (laughs) But I'm sure it will be good either way. So be sure to join me for the next episode of the Aligned Women podcast and I'll see you then. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Aligned Practice Quiz. You can join our newsletter and get your free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.